Oh, um, that's right. It was just like kissing. There was some kissing between kissing. two ladies. <laughs> that's what I remember. Two ladies. I was kissing. like, it's either murder or hot kissing. <laughs> yeah. Two things kissing. I'm into. <laughs> Public Kills Off-Kilter Podcast. Was that, was that audible? <laughs> it is, it is. Okay, I won't do it then. Flip God. the table. Okay. <laughs> ah, it's real, it's real. Okay. I know, I'm sorry. It's fine, it's fine. I, sometimes when I'm alone and do it, I think yeah. of you. Oh, I'm God. like, oh, Jake would have fucking hated it. <laughs> yeah. Because it doesn't you... bother me at all, but I know that it bothers Jake. Are you like Dave Ramsey with ice? What's the name of that? Misophonia. Or yeah. misophonia. Yeah. It's a hornia. <laughs> no, it, it exists. <laughs> it's a real thing. It's a real condition. It just, I don't know. It goes through me. It, it it creates a physical reaction in my body. Like, I I, I have to... Yeah, it yeah. comes out. It's weird. It doesn't bother me in the slightest. Yeah. The things that bother me are scraping sound. Sure. Like a dry scrape. I'm like sure a that's a... Fingers on the chalkboard kind of thing. Sure. Or like if someone scoots a chair So or I need to start doing that before every podcast. Yeah. The thing, you can't, though, because it's carpet. The well, I mean, about... I can bring a chalkboard. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> the thing about fingernails on a chalkboard that bugs me is not the sound; it's the idea idea of my fingernails scraping yeah. on the chalkboard. Yeah, and that's kind of the it. sound is is. And then I tie the sound to it, so right. it's like a twofold thing. Yeah, it's like when you see those horror movies and like somebody's being dragged and like yeah. they're yeah, yeah, yeah. like clawing at the floor or something. It's like yeah, trying to the worst fingernail thing I ever saw though in a movie was not in any horror. Well, kind of a horror movie, maybe. Slightly. The Black Swan. Did you guys ever see it? No. Natalie Portman and... Uh, based on the Dahlia murders? Is no, that what, what no, that was? No, no. It was, was based it on... Crazy? It was just a ballet story. Oh. Oh, uh, that's right. It was just like kissing. There was some kissing between kissing. two ladies. Yeah. That's what I remember. Two ladies I was like, it's either murder or hot kissing. <laughs> yeah. There was two things kissing. I'm into. There was <laughs> probably both of those things, right? Uh, there was no murder, really. Okay. Uh, but anyway... Uh, Natalie Portman's character is starting to lose grip on reality a little bit. And she's like washing her hands and like cleaning the cuticles very aggressively. Mm. And then she, she pulls it and it just keeps coming and like comes up all the way up her finger. And it just, that's the worst thing I've ever seen related to a fingernail. Yeah. It was just like, ah, God. I feel like, uh. Pushing my fingernails yep, down, just now. like <laughs> putting yeah. put them back on your fingers, yeah, just scraping them backwards. You know, this is top. I have a boo boo on mine. Yeah, you do. Yeah, it's fucking ugly. It was a betrayal. My yeah. right hand decided it <laughs> just was like, going to sneak one it. in on my fucking left hand, and got me pretty good. All right, well, let's let's introduce the show, everybody. Let's do it. Hi, I'm Travis. This is the Off Kilter Podcast. I'm joined by always the, my fellow host Brian here to my left. Hey, how's it going? And across from me, wearing a, yet another Ragland. Yeah, I got Jake. two of them. You got two. You just rotate them. <laughs> I've yeah. got that same shirt actually. Yeah, well, I wish we would have both worn it. It look like you're on the same fall league baseball team. Yes. Pretty much. Yes. It's cute. But you're Jake. I am. Hi. Hi, Jake. How's it going? I'm well. Guys, last episode we talked about wanting to get fit, wanting to get in better shape. Our goal, our future goal, is to be able to take our shirts off around a pool mm-hmm. and make every lady within a hundred meter radius make whoopee pudding. Sure. And, <laughs> and we're all happily married, but it doesn't hurt to yeah, yeah. create a little whoopee pudding, you know, around I just, you. I just don't want to be embarrassed. That's right. awesome. Yeah. Yes, I mean, right. sure. that's what I meant. You don't, you don't want to be embarrassed, and also maybe if the side effect is just tons yeah. of whoopee pudding. I mean, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't turn it down. You wouldn't. Also, you might not know. True. 
You'd have to maybe ask. Yeah. Just uh, pardon me, bro. Just, pardon me. <laughs> What's your whoopee pudding situation? <laughs> just do a cursory pool check. It's <laughs> like, whoopee pudding, whoopee pudding. You? Point around. Everybody Man. raise your hand. <laughs> yeah. Who's damp? <laughs> Who is damp? We are in a pool. Who's naturally damp? Um, Who's damp? Well, never mind. So what have, what have we up. done in the last week to uh, to promote this, to get closer to our goal of being whoopee pudding extraordinaires? Uh, well, I guess you could say that I have, uh, went back, I've been slightly going back, but I'm now a little more energized to go back to the boxing gym that I go to. Uh, I went last night, hit mm-hmm. some bags for a while, lifted right. some, some, did some box steps and This is not all class, right? You can go in there and kind of freeform your own workout. I can do what I want, but I like the classes because it's good to have people watching you because you mm-hmm. push yourself a little bit more than you would if you were just in there by yourself. Yeah. Because no, if no. I go in there by myself, I'm like, after 30 minutes, I'm like, oh, playing your switch good, in the good, corner. Good workout, you know? Yep. But if you go to a class, it's like an hour of like, go, 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 because there's people waiting on you or mm-hmm. whatever. So right. I kind of like the pressure of that. It pushes me a little harder. So anyway, I did that. And they're having a summer slim down um, kind of like... Biggest loser kind of contest. Yeah. So basically, everybody that enters throws in twenty bucks, and the winner gets seventy percent of all the money that's put in, plus a free month of membership. Wow! Yeah, last person got a thousand bucks. That's a pretty good deal. Nice. It's a great deal. So yeah, I'm I'm joining that, and that starts in June. You do the weigh in in June, and then weigh out the middle of August. Okay, cool. Yeah. How far into June? Like you can be June first. Okay, which is what I'm going to do. Because I was going to say, if you wanted to cheat the system, uh-huh, uh-huh. you could like. Kind of pack on some weight before right. the weigh-in. I've got enough packed on. <laughs> I've got enough. But yeah, usually the first, you know, in my experience, the first month or two is where the most gains are made in terms of weight loss. The most losses. The most most progress. Let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a lot of water sports. weight out of the gate and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, 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 it's easier to knock that shit out. Yep. Um, well, that's a good call out to any listeners that want to join in on the Biggest Loser thing. Of course, that episode... As of right now, isn't public yet. But, right. It will, um, it will be, certainly, by the time they hear this. People can maybe join in, or, or we can try to think of a way to uh, make it a public ordeal. Yeah. The three of us and whoever listens to being a part of a fitness thing. Yes. Yeah. I think that'd be a good way to stay motivated and maybe Absolutely. like share tips and maybe you know, even just like hey guys this I, is what I did today I turned down a pizza today you Dude, know that's good. everybody yeah. clap for me <laughs> yeah. I think that's good because post your calorie intake for the day uh, right. I don't want to count calories <laughs> though. You have to count calories. Yeah, but yeah. there's no better way to, to lose weight than just yeah, maybe actually the, pay attention to what you're eating. Maybe we create a little Discord uh, channel where people yeah. snap a pic of what they're doing. You know, you're working out mm-hmm. with weights, you're on a run or something. Just to, it'll encourage everyone else and also give you some accountability and proof that I like it. you did it. We should do something like that. A little for sure. that social currency. Yeah, that's what you need, man. Yeah. And it's not, uh, you know, it's not like you're broadcasting it to Twitter, which I find like that's a little obnoxious. Gross, where yeah. people are like constantly like, yeah, I did my game, you know, fucking bro, gauge, bro. <laughs> it's like people sharing their run on Facebook. That's just like no one cares. Yeah, yeah. no one. Ca- that's kind of like rubbing it in a little too it much. Is. That's almost narcissistic. We're yes. we're trying to like help each other. Narcissistic. We're not showing off. Right. We have nothing to show off. <laughs> Yep, we're hoping to get that. We're hoping to get to the whoopee pudding stage of life. <laughs> Brian, what have you been doing to get sweat, get swole? Um, I've tried a three-pronged approach. Oh three-pronged. So you're using a fork now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Only three prongs, though. Not four prongs. Yeah, fuck those four prongs. Mm, it makes forks. it hard. Yeah. Now, I, um, 
I have started trying to do intermittent fasting. Okay. Where you uh, fast don't for between 16 meals. hours a day. <laughs> that's, a, that's my intermittent fasting. I don't eat between meals. <laughs> so there's two two versions that I've heard of that you can do. You can like fast for 16 hours and then feed for eight hours, and that's every day. Okay. So basically you would skip breakfast, uh-huh. have lunch around noon, dinner around eight, and then you're done. Wow. Till lunch the next day. Wow. But you can technically eat whatever you want uh-huh. within that eight-hour window. I don't like that. Um, the other version is you can fast for two days a week. Oh. And then the other five days you eat normally. Interesting. But I don't know if I can go a whole day without fasting. Eating? Yeah. No. There's think, no way in hell I can do that. I think you're allowed like some small amount of calories, you know, just so you don't like pass out. Right. But I'm just trying the 16-8 the right now. Okay. How's that going? How um, is that? It's not too bad, but there have been times where I've been so hungry, Uh like at midnight, that I'm just like, fuck it, and I eat a little snack. Sure. So I cheat a little bit. Right. okay. But I figure that's still better than... You gotta wait into the pool, right? Yeah. I mean, normally I would go upstairs and eat like an ice cream sandwich or something anyway. (laughs) Jesus. So if I eat a few peanut butter crackers... Instead, mm. that's still probably yeah. better. Um, I've also been trying to just cut calories. Sure. So I've been trying to switch to some like diet soda or just not getting soda at lunch. Yeah, yeah. Getting a smaller portion of lunch, but I'm not like I'm not changing what I eat. I'm just trying to portion control. Yeah, yeah. that's big. That's huge. No, it, it should be small. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, in theory, like even if you make a bad decision that's like a thousand calorie bad decision, if you eat a lot of it, I mean, yeah. it's you're, it's so much worse. So just eating whatever you want and still working out, but eating in modicum is still a good approach. Yeah. Right. If you're just running around eating fucking strawberries and running, you're going to burn out quick. Yeah. Within yeah. like a week, you're going to be like, you know what I miss? My life. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling okay. Yeah. yeah. I just Fingernails. Had, I just had hair headaches grows. and I hate myself. Yeah. So my, yeah. my third prong has been that I've been trying to work out. I bought a little weight bench and some yeah. dumbbells. So I've been trying to lift. I I don't want to just lose weight. I want to like Bulk up. gain some muscle a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I've also been doing... A little bit of cardio with like Beat Saber sessions. Yeah, sure. it's always good. Make it and fun. Going for a run occasionally, but that's I'm not doing that as much as I am. I'm trying to lift every day. Nice every day. And then, well, you shouldn't lift every day though, right? Well, I you shouldn't max every day. The the plan is to alternate which okay which exercise I'm I'm doing gotcha. every day. Right. So like arm day, leg day. Chest day, dick day. Yes. You yeah. can't skip dick day. <laughs> <laughs> right. No. AKA third leg day. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Technically second leg day. Though. <laughs> uh, good, good stuff. What about you, Trav? What are you doing? Uh, just running just right running? now. Yeah. That's because, good. Yeah. The weather's um, nice for it. I can't. If I'm going to lift, I have to have a routine mm-hmm. for lifting. You need like a, I, I you need, need a my routine, bro. I do. I need I'll be my routine, bro. I need my Mondays to be this, my Tuesdays to be this, my Wednesdays to be this, which I did for a long time. And if I don't have that, it's very hodgepodge and nothing really gets focused on or worked on. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So right now, I'm just focusing like, oh, okay, let's just up the cardio. We'll, we'll go into slim down mode and stay away from bulk up mode and just run. And uh, so I signed up for a 5K, so that gives me like sure. a goal it's at big least. Motivation. When is that? Uh, in the fall? Early June. Early June. That's yeah, very coming. soon. Yeah. And so I've been uh, running, trying to run a couple miles a day, okay, uh, or nice. every other day, trying to, um, if if I can. So, um, and I've 
I kind of, I've always, when I've always ran in the past, I always try to time everything I do in the distance. And so I have like a bevy of apps and spreadsheets to, mm. to keep me on pace. And, yeah. and that way it kind of gives me, <clears throat> even if you're moderately, you know, yeah. moderately improving, that's, I'm at least competing with myself, sure, which yeah, is yeah. good. It's a good push. And, uh, so that's been fun. A couple miles a day running around and, and it was funny. I was the last couple of days I've ran. Somebody passes me, been passing me in a truck that I didn't recognize and like waving at me. And I don't see them until they're like past me and I just see an arm at the window and like a horn. And I'm like, I don't know anybody that drives that vehicle. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I think I'm hot. <laughs> Maybe it's like, uh, I was like, sup, sup, dude, you know, winking at him. And then I was at uh, happy hour the other day and, uh, our friend, uh, Valerie came up to me and she's like, oh, I've seen you running and I've waved you the last couple of days. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed that I know you. I thought maybe it was a stranger that was really into my physique. Uh, real into seeing just a, a tight 178-pound belly bouncing around while I was running. <laughs> Unfortunately, not the case. Yeah. Not the case. So, <clears throat> all right. So that was Fitness Corner. Yeah. yeah. We'll update you again next week. I'm sure that was riveting stuff. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, yeah. we tried to make it fun. We did. We I brought tried. up Whoopi Puddin'. Yeah. yeah. He's Always. at third leg day. That's yeah. great. Yeah. That is a good point. Yeah. Uh, so, Brian, you had a blog a couple weeks back talking about, you know, video gaming. Of course, we don't let you talk about video gaming on this podcast because we yeah. don't want to hear about Hearthstone. Won't you shut up. Fallout 76. But it's true. You talked about how you you were having some issues going into game. You go into game stores and you're like, why am I even in here? I don't. I already know what's out. I don't know what appeals to me. I don't know what I want. Yep. And you're kind of lost in this. What do I want to play? Is it just the new shiny thing, or is there something out there I need to discover? Yep. And so we got a new patron who uh, is is at the the tier of which I did bring the stickers and buttons. Oh, they're in the truck. I actually forgot to bring them in, but I do have them. Uh, we have a new patron who is obviously a close friend of ours. We just did a surprise birthday party for him and talked about him here on this sh- this very show. Yep. Yeah. And so he joined in. Um, and he had a very thoughtful response to you. And it might have missed the mark a little bit. You were actually speaking specifically about games, but he's like, maybe you need to stretch it out a little yes. bit. Yeah. And, uh, so I wanted to read that here because I thought it was pretty good. Uh, so <clears throat> Tim says, Over the past probably 10 years, I've gravitated toward mostly party and multiplayer games I can play with friends. And really lately, I hardly do that anymore. I've easily spent more time thinking about games, accumulating them, and setting up crap than actually playing the games, which is great because his house is awesome. He sets up all the crap, makes it right. a fun mm-hmm. time, and so he's he's the purveyor of fun and not so much a consumer. Right. Uh, I think I actually enjoy delving into figuring out how to network old consoles, what games are compatible, figuring out a good way to store them, making custom cases for them, and all that crap more than actually playing the games. And I can identify with that a little bit. Having a collection, getting the PVMs, and just buying some old archaic piece of technology I've never seen before and getting it to work is mm-hmm. sometimes more fun than the actual games you play on them. Right, it's yeah. just kind of a neat thing. Like, a, I don't know, some historical <clears throat> aspect of me likes that. Uh, kind of the same with retro games, where the journey to figuring out how to get the best quality out of old consoles, connect them, how to deal with dozens of consoles connected to multiple monitors, and switch them all, deal with audio, get multi-carts and ROMs, get the games I actually wanted to own, make cases for them, etc. Then I did all that with arcade games, dealing with old arcade boards, repairs, looking for various parts, how to set up MAME. It goes on and on. I've just found out I like the hardware and learning about it and fixing it and making things work more than playing the games. It's a more hands-on and creative outlet, and sometimes I play the games too. Anyway, I suspect maybe you need more of a creative outlet. Most games are not that. You just consume whatever is out there. What is more fun, playing a game, making music or videos or podcasts. Anyway, maybe making a game would even be fun. Even if it's just working out the design and story and how it would work and nothing comes of it, creating shit is fun. So what do you think about that, Brian? Do you have a creative... Maybe you are maybe you need to switch gears from games and get the guitar back out or make a game? 
Yeah, write I a story. Probably should. It's <laughs> it's been a long time since we've uh, done any Brizzen Diddles music. Been a long time uh, since, since we rock and creative rolled. outlet. Yeah, it was. It's a time consuming outlet, and if we're not on the same wavelength, it's hard to. Like if I'm on like a big gaming kick and you're on like a music kick, it's hard to. Uh. Yeah. What we really need is someone to be like, you're going to perform live at a party in six months, and then we're both like, well, we need to do some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have had several creative outlets. Like um, you and I came up with some game ideas before that. Yeah. Didn't really go anywhere, but it was fun. Realize we knew nothing about game <laughs> making. <laughs> We, yeah. You got into Unreal and made a house, and I was like, we can play house. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I don't know how to make doors open or like put people in this game, but there's a house and right. there's trees. Good enough, man. House of the game. I liked it. I actually bought on uh, or I kickstarted a program that teaches you how to code yeah. and basically make a game from scratch. And I got maybe eight videos into it. And then I just kind of lost interest. Like, it's, it's still in the back of my mind. Like, right. I should go back to do that again. Because probably, I think the I think making a game would probably be the ultimate fun, creative thing to do. But just the the sense of what it takes is just yeah. very daunting. It's a Herculean effort. It really is. I mean, there's so much that goes into it. Even even something small. Yeah. It's, it, there's a lot more than... I think meets the eye on some of those things. Of course, our friend and patron Caleb J. Ross has recently got into yeah. making a few games, and of course, I mean they're they're actually they look good and they they play well. They're very small experiences, but right, uh, right. he can tell he's getting better. And so, you know, maybe you could speak to him a little bit about what he's done and kind yeah, of how he's doing it. Yeah, yeah, be cool. Yeah, I wonder if he does like all the art and everything himself. I'm not sure, but I do know that he balances, um, you know being a dad making other videos and other stuff and so he's been able to do it with what i would consider a similar constraint that you have yeah and so it's it, it, he's definitely a testament that it's possible to do i think maybe my problem is like when i am imagining a game that i want to make i'm imagining it with like triple a graphics yeah <laughs> right yeah. gotta, gotta like, go for polish yeah scale yeah. that way down <laughs> yeah so like stuff like I, i'll think of the idea of it but then i'm like how how could i even create the art for this. Like I can't make a 3d model. Right. I guess I could like buy Assets. already made ones, but then is it just going to look generic? And you got to start somewhere though. I mean, maybe if you got to a point where you could create something using assets, um, and then you could commission someone to like someone with buy in be like, this is my idea. Yeah. And you could, if you wanted to apply the art to it, we could partner up or something like that. Yeah. I'm not really sure how it works, to be honest. I mean, we, we're friends with and follow many, you know, small time game devs. You know, we yeah. could just ask them for pointers, <laughs> you know, they might know. Yeah. They might. Might be a good idea. So is that the only outlet that you have kind of kicking around or? Um, this one time I was sick with a fever mm. and I was stuck in bed. And I got into my brain that I was going to write a novel. I've done that like that. <laughs> and uh, I think I, I came up with a pretty cool premise, but I started writing and I was just writing off the cuff and I got like two or three paragraphs in and then I read it the next day after I felt better and I was like, man, this is shit. So All I right. kind of shelved that idea. Well, I think you should go back. You've told me the idea, and I'll not say it here just so so Caleb doesn't so copy Caleb it. doesn't yeah. steal it. Fucking thief. <laughs> We're only but, saying that because Caleb actually writes books. Yeah, probably. exactly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I, I really think it's something that you should revisit. I think it's a fantastic idea. I've never heard or seen or played anything like it. And I, I think it 
I think it's great. So I, I do think you well, should, I should go back to it. I really Always do, do that, man. I've, yeah. I, I anger myself with the amount of times that I've started a project that I thought was a good idea. And then like I do that thing where I wake up the next day and read it and then nuke it from existence. Yeah. And then later I regret that because I'm like, well, there was some good stuff in there. I could have, you yeah. know, used. Plus the thing, you, know, you have to... You have to think of it in drafts, right? Like, yeah, you, you're not going to write what's a great book? I don't know, The Da Vinci Code. <laughs> That's a joke. It's an okay book. Okay. Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, there we go. Uh, you're not going to write that your first time around. And, and and if you did, and if you did, <laughs> be pretty hot. Yeah, we'll get Gilbert Godfrey to read it. Yeah, for the audiobook. But I think that the uh, you just have to kind of I don't know. It's Think smaller, I guess. Yeah, yeah I think just a little bit. That's the thing with your game dev too. It's like yeah. when you you're creating something, you're like, well, this isn't something that I would buy, but there's still value to. I mean, yeah, yeah. drafts are goals, you know, part of it. Yeah, I should probably like compartmentalize things. Like for 30 minutes, I'll work on this one thing. Mm. Don't worry about the big picture. Right, just go. Yeah, just go. Like that's. I, I've talked, I've not talked to, but I've read and listened to interviews of some like first time authors, like uh, specifically who's coming to mind is uh, Randy Bly of Lamb of God. He wrote a book, a memoir about his experience in the um, Prague prison system um, where he was sort of in trouble. <laughs> you made that sound but, like a, like a, a music genre. I know. I, Prague, I, Prague, Prague in the Czech Republic. Yeah. <laughs> specifically. Uh, but anyway, he, he was writing about his experiences and he talked to other authors and all of their advice to him was just write, just go. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't overthink it. Just go. And I, I think that's kind of the thing is just like, you can edit later, right? You know, you can restructure it later. You can delete it later, but just get it out and get your friends to read it and give you feedback. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you're going to make it in a, you know, in a isolated chamber yeah, and then a vacuum. produce it. And then they're going to judge you for yeah. your comma use. And honestly, that's a good outlet for our Patreon is to create things and, and give it to people that are unconditionally invested in what we create and mm-hmm. they can give you good feedback for it. Yeah. Um, smart. Because I do that with Nest friends, and while no one's really giving me feedback, I'm hoping that one day if there is like a mistake in there, or somebody's like, actually, this doesn't really make sense, that that would be the place where I could fix it before it goes right. out. Yeah. That makes um, sense. And I'm hoping maybe everyone's just liked everything so far. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> it's quality. Um, but yeah, definitely, you know, put it out there, dude. Flex what it. about you, Jake? You got any other creative outlets? I don't really have any other. I mean, I. I do the the stuff at Everything Is Noise. That that's a big one actually because I was recently um, promoted, I guess, to editor. So now I am a little bit more at the helm of the ship, as it were. So like I'm, you know, writing. My writing has slacked off because now I'm editing other people's articles and reviews and premieres and stuff like that. You're just quality control in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, the writer will write it, and then I go through and spot check it for. You know, and what's that website again? Everythingisnoise.net. Okay. Yep. And, um, but also, what I'm on the album of the year jury for, uh, 2019, which is pretty cool. So I kind of get to help decide what we as a site determine to be the best records of the year. So I, that's really a big one for me outside of, of Polykill and Off Kilter. Um, aside from that, I really don't have time. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's just work and, you guys and everything is noise, and that's that's about in, in when I'm not doing that, I'm either gaming or asleep. So yeah. that's pretty much my life because you know I don't really take days off from this stuff. 
Yeah, well, you do have a creative mind. It might be good to set aside some time and put pen to paper or do a little something. Maybe. Yeah. Create some music. You're a music guy. You get. You probably got something kicking around. That yeah, I could probably do something. It's just I don't have stuff to do stuff with or time to make it happen or money to buy it. And that's the problem. That do you is. not have any instruments? I don't. No. I've seen you strumming around at Tim's house. Yeah. Yeah, I used to have some. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've got... Three, if you want to borrow one. Nice. <laughs> I also have several guitars I never touch. Yeah, so there we go. We could just start a band. I like it. God damn, this is what it took. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> How many times have we talked about that? <laughs> I know a drummer. Yep. That's true. We should do it. What would we call ourselves? Turbo Cougar. I thought that's what we decided. Yeah, uh, still sticks. I like it. Yeah. I've got the logos for it and everything. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Awesome. Um Anything else we want to chat about? Well, I was going to ask, you know, it's summer's coming up, and I know we, you know, at least Travis and I, we've got C3 planned mm-hmm. in a few weeks. Do you guys have any, like, uh, vacation plans? You're probably going to Disney at least three more times this month. Right? <laughs> uh, Brian, that is, not, yeah. not Travis. Uh, but anything else, like, on the horizon? Any trips or fun things, distractions? The only thing I have right now is Disney World. There it is. In July. Um, we've gone for... It's good to go during the time of year when the Earth is closest to the sun. Well, here's the thing. Um, my You mean the blacktop specifically. <laughs> my youngest uh, was born in December, like three uh, days before Christmas. December of? Um, like not this December. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she's four. Okay. Um, but we've been to Disney World for her birthday. So we went in December. Yeah. My middle, he was born in November. We've been to Disney World for his birthday. Mm-hmm. You know, these late mm. fall, gotcha. winter time frames are good. Off-season, cooler temperatures. Yeah. But my oldest, he his birthday's in July, and we've never been for his birthday. Ah. So this year, my wife was like, we should go for his birthday. And normally, we don't go anywhere in the summer because she works every day, all day during the summer. So this is really unusual for us. It is going to be, I think we're going to get there July 6th. So we're hoping the July 4th people will be like out leaving town yeah. by yeah. the time we get there. Maybe good. But I do expect it to be sweltering hot. And uh, it'll you know, certainly be more crowded than it is in the fall. Take some water think. and sunscreen. I know you know the drill, but geez, yeah. that sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah. But you know Meanwhile, lizard me is like I'm just imagining just <laughs> Laying on the hottest piece of asphalt, <laughs> just fucking laying there. Like and I said, sweat. piece of asphalt. Yeah, piece of fucking. I asphalt. think even you at like ninety-five degrees in Disney World, you'd be looking for the AC. I went to Universal in July, and you loved it. I fucking loved it. Damn, <laughs> I was wrong. With I you. did not stop sweating the whole time, and I was having so much fun. Now, my wife, on the other hand, several days in a row wanted to kill herself. <laughs> but that's what honeymoons for. I loved it. Make I was, yeah, I was. <laughs> I was like, every day I was like, let's go to the hottest part of the park right now. Do you want to? And she's like, no. It's crazy. What is wrong with you? Nice. I might go to Wisconsin in July. There's no reason. I'm sorry. Not Wisconsin. Wyoming. <laughs> Wyoming. I was going to say, you're already going to Wyoming. Yeah. Were you just hitting all the W's this no, year? No, I think I'm thinking going to Wyoming. Go to West Virginia too? Yeah. No, I think I'm going to. Like, I'm feeling pretty good about it. It's an affordable trip. I could fly around trip to Jackson Hole. <laughs> which, is, which is the airport that most people fly into for, for around uh, uh, like 400 bucks. Yeah. And uh, I got a friend who just moved out there. It's a few hours away from like there. Everything's a few uh, hours away in Wyoming yes, though. Yes. Uh, but anyway, so he's out there and then there's this, uh, there's this two day music festival uh, in the Western side of the state, which would actually be the furthest West I've ever been. 
because uh, it's actually west of El Paso. Oh, I see. In, in, yeah. In, yeah, vertically. Um, so, yeah, it's a two-day music festival called Fire in the Mountains, and it's a basically like a black and doomed uh, metal festival. It's just outdoors, uh, craft beer, farm-to-table food, camping, just in the Tetons. That's cool, man. Concerts by firelight at night. I mean, it's just, it sounds super relaxing and super, like, fun and cathartic. Sounds cool. I think, pro- I think I'm going to try to do it. Everybody in Wyoming will be there. Yes. I mean, that's like a whole electoral vote right there. <laughs> yeah, it's basically. Yeah. Like you're a lightning storm away from just wiping out the whole state. <laughs> Probably. It is the most sparsely populated. Yeah. Which yeah. is, uh, you know, kind of neat. Yeah. I've always wanted to go out there uh, specifically. Well, I guess Montana, Montana and Wyoming are very similar in yeah. a lot of ways. Montana's just north. But I want to I want to go out there. Big, wide open. Yeah. Like big I've, skies. You sent me pictures of just, you know, yeah. mountains and fucking deer and animals everywhere just i mean it's snowing out there right now or it was yesterday now that that's is crazy. Now that, that and he, <laughs> he said that's unseasonal according to the locals but yeah i'm i'm really thinking hard about it cool it, man you should definitely fun. do it i yeah. have no plans other than philadelphia yeah right now yeah um, traveling with the with the kid is i don't even know if she'll be able to make it to philadelphia so it might just mm-hmm. be uh me at some point who knows but um yeah, keeping it keeping it close to home. No, this year. that's fair. That's fair. But I want to. I want. To, I always want yeah. to go play. Like the thing is, like anytime I take time off, I just go home. Mm-hmm. Like stay at home, and I'm just kind of tired of that a little bit because I'm I feel like the opposite right now. Yeah, I understand that to an extent. I, I felt that way for years, but it's just like now when I'm at home, I just I see things that need to be done and want to do, and I don't really relax. I just end up right. doing things that are still busy. So if I was out there just laying in a Tent drinking beer and listening to metal for a few days in the mountains. That just sounds much better than you might not come back. Yeah. I might. I mean, seriously, I mean, that's that sounds epic, but yeah, that's cool, man. Well, have fun with that. Do that. <clears throat> what, what time of year are you looking? It's the, like the 13th of July, so mm-hmm. the weekend before my birthday, essentially. So cool stuff. Yeah, wait a minute. When's your birthday? The 19th. Yes, we've so known close. this for years. It's yep. four days before yours. Yep. I'm very close to Val and Justin. Five days. Come on. <laughs> I have a very bad memory, unless you ask me something about like World of Warcraft, <laughs> which we never will do here. <laughs> All right, does that wrap it up? Sure, All I right. think so. We'll do some shout out. Shout out, Miles McGinnis, <laughs> Cole McCallanaster. Oh, yeah. McCallanasty. McCallanaster. I uh, was trying to give him a nickname. Macalester. Uh, Macale- that sounds like he touches kids. Yeah, <laughs> like in Ireland. <laughs> Uh, Drew Russell. Drew. Drew. Drew, 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 Drew. He was definitely getting a sticker. Yeah, definitely. We're just have to run up to the truck real quick and get, yeah, get this yeah. up. And someone else getting a sticker. Oh. Tim Cleary. Tim. Thank it's you Tim. for joining our legion of patrons. We definitely appreciate it. It's awesome sauce. We wouldn't do this without you, probably. I don't know. We might. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've done, what, 12 of these without him? <laughs> True. Well, I think it meant the patrons in general. In general. Oh, yeah. 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 We, we definitely, definitely wouldn't, wouldn't do shout-outs without them. Because no, that's true. That wouldn't be here for them. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, I am at Trapplays Games. I'm at Hokey Bridge. I'm at the McAxel. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Oh, you hit the table. I know. I didn't mean to. Right at the buzzer. Right at the buzzer.